Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading about that gentleman you smiled at yesterday. You know the one. He went home and pictured you bent over his tailgate while he fucked you nice and hard. I could be reading about that woman I masturbated with. Well, you don't know her, but I do. She secretly still masturbates to me. Imagine that. I could be reading from that couple at the music festival. You know the one. They snuck in a tent and had sex for anybody to see. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or a question or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Okay. I don't watch a lot of TV, mostly reruns, because I need a hard left after work. And most of it, I'll admit, is murder mysteries. I love my murder mysteries, even if the older ones like Perry Mason or Matlock, and I'm aging myself here. And I'm into British mysteries, too. And I've been binging Midsummer Murders. And so I don't know really what's on these days in here in America. I was watching this news program and one of them joked that she was the same way, except she had to turn on the TV and she binged watched MILF Manor. You heard that right. If you don't know, it's MILF, like in MILF, M-I-L-F, Manor. Well, the episode that I have not watched it, but I saw a clip of it. Apparently, they've recruited this mother and son to come to this manor. And it's exactly what you're thinking here, where you have MILFs and younger men. Oh, boy, oh, boy, what could it happen? And they don't say the word todger. So, you know, there's no blue ones out there or anything, you know, frostbitten or anything. But they apparently in this episode, they did give uh, sex education. and. I think, I don't know. It just, that's all I really know about it. So I, after that, I went comfortably back to my big comfy chair and I watched some Midsummer Murders. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I'm just not into what we call reality TV. It just does not do anything for me. I guess the only time I've watched reality TV 
to make my life feel completely normal. And whatever I'm going through, you know, is, you know, I've, I'll admit, I've watched the Kardashians years and years and years ago when, um, way before they've had so many facelifts. I think the girl, the, the Kylie and what's her name were still really young. So, you know, nothing like having a bad day and then thinking your life's a total train wreck. And then you go watch anything like that. I mean, not that their life's a train wreck or anything, but it's not my ideal life. So have you watched Milf Manor? Are you going to be tuning in? I believe it's on Fox. Um, I'm sure you can stream it anywhere. Uh, I will not be partaking. That's for darn sure. I do have to say, take a shout out here. Mr. Poolside. I I saw your picture last night. Well, it'll be a couple days now that you hear it. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like a nice IPA. You know, I, I'm not into all beer, but a nice hot day. Oh, that does sound good. It didn't take till this morning. I noticed it was Silver Fox IPA. So ha 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 ha, I got it. Yeah, that that was quite, I'm looking at it right now. And I'm like, yeah, I did not catch that one bit. <laughs> so apparently you are listening when I do say I love my Silver Foxes. So I will have to look for this you know, and see if I can pick some up in the summertime when it's, you know, blazing hot, and I've done some gardening or something. What do you think? You'll have to tell me what you thought about it. Because again, not a big beer drinker, except for the summer when it's hot, or I'm in the Caribbean, where it's hot. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies. From people just like you and me. Doonigi, thank you for all you do. I'm an eager listener and love the sound of your voice. This is my second submission. The first was Sharing is Caring on 10-20-21. And it will not be my last. Hearing you read my last one was wonderful. A quick story from a few weeks ago. After a little feeling around, she found that I was ready and already flowing with pre-cum. She told me to lock the door. When I got back to bed after doing so, she'd already removed her top. Instead of lying back down, I kneeled on the bed, and she licked me from the base to the tip. With a pause, I could see the shine of pre-cum she collected from the end. With a gasp from me, she went back to work. It had been a few days, and it did not take long to feel the release building. I grasped my base, and her experience told her that I was close. This encouraged her to double her efforts. A small moan, hum, escaped her. This was enough to take me over. With a hand still in my base, I placed on the others beneath her chin. As I released, I could feel in one hand my throbbing and shortly after her swallowing in the other. The sensation and the feedback was wonderful. After a short bit, she released me and looked up. Were you a good girl? Or a bad girl, I asked her. A smile crossed her lips as I bent down to kiss her. A long exploration kiss revealed the answer. This time, it was a good girl. She swallowed it all down. Only a slight taste of my cum remained. Had it been a bad girl, there would have been some to share. Maybe next time. Thank you for reading. Nate. Hello, Nate. (laughs) 
There is something I got to agree with you, Nate. There's something from my perspective about being a good girl or a bad girl. But I never thought of not swallowing, especially even if he likes to share, you know, either way, either mine or his being bad. But I guess I would take it, you know, absolutely. But I think every girl likes to be a good girl with a bad kink side, no matter how your definition of bad is. It could be all the way to swallowing cum or not, all the way down to something gentler. And maybe you're stepping into the bad girl or you're embracing what you feel makes you feel bad. I know for me, there's nothing like, that's my girl. That's, you know, my good girl, you know, good girl for, you know, compliments like that, that will get me every single time with the right person. So a stranger can't walk up to me and say, good girl, it does still make me feel proud, but not exactly like this. So what is your favorite saying? sexually when you hear it from your partner? Is it a compliment like this? Could it be a little more or a little less? There's nothing like the feeling of pleasing your partner, giving them everything they need, even if it's something you're not sure about. Would you swallow? I definitely don't spit. I've always said it takes more effort to spit. And if you don't like the taste of it, you might as well swallow it because it goes down faster than tasting it the second time and having it go across your tongue. But that's me. (laughs) Anywho, what are we thinking here? Do we like that she can sometimes be a bad girl? And Nate, what is her punishment if she leaves you a little to share? And you'll have to remind me if you like it or not. I love to hear from you. I would love to hear again. I'm sure we all would. And don't say a stranger so long. How about that? Dear Nikki, ever since I became sexually active, I've always made sure a condom was used. I didn't want kids. So pregnancy was not something I wanted to deal with. I also didn't like how birth controls affected me. Wasn't all that informed about IUDs. When I was 26, Some friends had invited me to dinner and get together. I wore a black, thin, shoulder-strap dress. It went down right above my knees, form-fitted, and gray heels to go with it. Did my makeup and felt pretty. The house was near the beach, so there was a nice breeze. There was about 25 people attending. It turned to be a celebration of a couple getting engaged. I only knew three people, so I felt a little intimidated at first. Enjoyed a nice pot roast and mashed potatoes, drank some wine, and started to feel more comfortable and extroverted. Started up a few conversations with new people. It was turning out to be a fun night. Then I started a conversation about sports with this guy named Will. He was a big football fan, and I was a basketball fan. I scare some of my girlfriends whenever I bring up sports because they don't really follow it like I do. Anyway, we shared our favorite teams and brought up some players we were fans of. The chemistry was there, and I wanted to continue talking to him. Will then shifted the conversation to food. He was apparently a big fan of cooking. I was impressed. He sounded like he really knew what he was doing, even better cooked than me. He had such a kind smile. 
not the kind that was arrogant. I remember this plaid shirt with sleeves rolled up, revealing his nice forearms. Next thing I noticed, we had been talking almost two hours. I lost track of time and was fully enjoying myself in his company. We flirted a bit too. He asked me if I wanted to go for a walk on the beach. I accepted and we took a stroll. It was a beautiful hearing the waves crashing and my toes sinking into the stand. We laughed and looked in each other's eyes frequently. After walking for a while, he stopped me. I really want to kiss you right now. Is that okay? My initial reaction was how cheesy this came off at first, but it also was cute that he asked. I got bashful and nodded in approval. He placed his hand behind my neck, leaned in, and gave me a soft kiss on the lips. Then he smiled as he pulled away. Again, I felt extremely bashful. My face felt warm. Luckily, it was dark, or else you'd see my face looking a bit flushed. He grabbed my hand, and we walked back to the house. We didn't really talk, just smiling and taking glances at each other, chuckling. I swear, it felt like I was in grade school talking to my crush. Neither of us didn't know what to say, just nervously chuckling. But I really enjoyed him holding my hand. We got back to the house and cleaned the sand off our feet. It looked like a lot of people had left. I checked my phone and noticed a couple messages from my friends asking where I was. I replied and found them to check in with them. They said they were about to leave and if I wanted to head out with them. Will offered to drive me home if I wanted, so I opted for that. I told my friends I'd do our routine check-in whenever we leave with someone. A few minutes later, Will and I left. He asked me where I wanted to go. Normally, I'll opt for a hotel if I think there's going to be a hookup because I'm not too keen inviting a stranger into my home. But there was something comforting and warm about him. I told him how to get to my apartment. He held my hand. The drive there, we listened to some music. I liked him more because he was playing some grunge music, which happens to be a favorite of mine. We got into my apartment and sat on the couch. I opened a bottle of wine and we continued chatting, asking each other random questions and getting to know one another. He was very silly and made me laugh quite a bit. It was getting late. Okay, this was really fun. I'd like to go out to dinner with you if you're interested, he said as he got up. Yes, I've had a wonderful night, and I'd really like that. I got up and walked him to the door. He turned around and gave me a hug. Just as he pulled away, we looked in each other's eyes and immediately leaned in to kiss. A few soft kisses. My heart began to race. Then we started making out, fumbled our way to the bedroom, just like we do in the romance films. I laid back on the bed, and he got on top of me kissing and sliding his hands all over the sides of my body. He started kissing down my chin, my neck, between my cleavage, and over my dress and down my stomach. He tried to hike my dress up, but struggled due to it being form-fitting. We laughed at the failed attempt. So I stood up and pulled my shoulder straps to the side and let the dress slowly slide down my body. I wasn't wearing a bra, He smiled as soon as my breasts were exposed, and I laid back down and he pulled my panties off. He kissed from my knee up to my thigh until he was right by my slit. His breath tickled me. I got a little giddy. He kissed my clit and slowly used his tongue against me. 
It didn't take long for him to work my pussy with his mouth. He looked at me and I could see the hunger in his eyes. He loved tasting and kissing my pussy. My eyes rolled back and I was biting my lip. My hands ran through his hair as he continued to please me with his mouth and tongue. He simultaneously undressed himself and eventually brought himself up to me and kissed me. It was passionate, and I loved tasting myself off someone's lips. I felt his hard cock pressing against me. Each time it shifted, I felt the traces of his pre-cum painting me. I moved my hand down and grabbed him, stroked him soft and slowly. We continued making out. His hands came up and grabbed my breast and cuff it and gave it a slight squeeze. I was yearning to feel him inside me more and more. I let go of his cock and brought my hand up. He stopped kissing me for a moment. I saw how wet my fingertips were from all of his pre-cum. I licked each finger clean. It really turned him on. Then proceeded to kiss me again. I loved how much he focused on kissing. It's my favorite thing to do when it comes to sex. While we were shifting around, I felt the head of his cock move right to my slit. He stopped and looked at me. In that moment, I knew I had to take him in me right then and there. I nodded, and his cock slowly slipped inside. My pussy quickly adjusted to his thickness. He got deep inside me and proceeded to thrust slowly in and out of me all while still kissing me. It was like a mix of lovemaking and fucking. My legs occasionally wrapped around his waist and pulled him in deeper. It wasn't a fast pounding, but it was just the right rhythm. We moaned and grunt into each other's mouths, my hands tracing his back up and down, his body weight firmly pinning me down. He was just the right angle, and I felt an orgasm come. My breathing turned into panting, my toes curled as a wave of pleasure overwhelmed my body. He felt my pussy contracting and grunted harder. He grabbed my hands and squeezed them. He stopped and propped himself up. His cock slid out of me, and I instantly reacted. No, please, stay inside me, I begged as I grabbed his cock and tried to pull him inside me. Mmm, that's hot, but my arms are getting tired of holding myself up. We both chuckled. Okay, then you lay down and I'll get on top. I positioned myself right over his cock. I tried to tease only by letting the head slide just inside me, but I couldn't take it. So I slid myself down his thick shaft, wiggled a little and began working my hips. We held hands and squeezed each other. He felt so good, and I knew he was feeling the exact same. I could feel another orgasm approaching. It didn't let up. My hips bucked back and forth. I looked down and saw the mess we were making on his lap, both of our juices getting all over. It set me over the edge, and I arched my back and let out a yell. He grabbed my hips and squeezed them. My body felt pulsating sensation of pleasure. I came all over his cock. When I started coming back to my senses, it felt like I could collapse on top of him but the look in his eyes gave me the energy I needed to continue. We looked into each other's eyes and started fucking a little harder. After holding it for a while, I could feel his cock throbbing more and more. Then he started tapping my thigh. I think it was to warn me he was coming. 
but I was also really close to another orgasm and I wanted to keep going just like that. As soon as I felt myself about orgasm, he let out a huge grunt and thrust his whole body into me. I held still. My body began to spasm a bit. I felt his cock pulsating and I knew he was shooting his cum deep inside me. I had such an intense orgasm. I thought it was never going to end. After we both came down from our ecstasy-driven orgasms, I collapsed onto him, both trying to control our breathing and bring our heart rates down. His cock was still inside me, twitching some. I was really sensitive, but I didn't want him out of me yet. He stroked my hair and with his other hand, caressed my back. We finally decided we needed to clean up. As soon as he pulled out, a stream of cum came out of me. It was a first for me. It was kind of gross, but it was pretty hot. I never let anyone come inside me without a condom before. I felt like my pussy was perfectly used. This turned out to be a very busy weekend of lovemaking and fucking for us. Camilla. Well, hello, Camilla. How are we doing? Have any of us, and I'm probably going to estimate here a lot of us, if not all, have met someone at a certain social situation or not, and the chemistry is just there. Sometimes it's meeting that person for the first time and the chemistry is just off the clock and you knew it before you were meeting them. Maybe you met online, maybe you met in other gatherings and the so- the sexual tension was there. And I don't mean like like Camilla was saying, just a bang, bang, here it is, ma'am, or anything else. And those are hot. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about all the chemistry sensories are met, the the conversations flowing. You know, this story is right up my alley. This is definitely the way I connect with somebody. And I would have to have all those tick boxes. I like to laugh. I like deep conversations. You know, I don't expect you to marry me, but again, it really helps me get flooded as, you know, really turned on. Don't get me wrong. I've had a couple where it just, they're quickies. And it, at the end, I really just kind of was like, eh, it was, it was okay. You know, I, it's, I, as I didn't have that mental stimulation. So that's what helps me keep me, as we all know, really, really sexed up. But I like this here. I like that they followed through. They stopped. He asked her to for dinner and, and then they just gave in. They gave in to their desires. Been there, done that. I think again, like I said, we all have. And there's nothing like that. There's nothing like where, okay, let's cool down and then just something happens. And then this, I've had a few of them like that, but I can honestly say the last one I've had is completely amazing. It's just hits every note that's ever happened. What about you guys? Have you ever met someone that you just clicking on all things and you want sex, but did you walk away? Or did you give into that moment where you pushed the boundary a little bit to see what it was all like, to let that sexual tension that had been building all night, that had been um, 
nurtured, we can say in a way, or pulled along and see where it went. And it didn't turn out as amazing as you thought it would be. Just kind of curious over here. Dear Nikki, a few months back, I got to know a girl in the university. We were both worked on a project together for a course. She was also 19 and a very cute, petite girl. Over time, we got closer and she told me she was gay and that she liked me. I told her that I was bi and that I liked her too. And we started flirting over text for the next few days, eventually kissed a few times. Then one time during class, we noticed we were both sitting in the last row of the room, apart from the entire row was empty. So basically, no one was looking in our direction. And that immediately turned me on. While the professor was talking, I started brushing my hand on her leg. And she asked, what are you doing? I said, nothing much. But then moved my hand further up her leg. Soon, she started breathe from her mouth and said, please stop. And I looked at her and said, are you sure? She said, we'll get caught. I told her, no, we won't. And she said, okay. And then I slowly put my hand into her pants. She started to breathe more heavily as I started to play with her clit. And then I put a finger in and she let out a soft moan. We both froze as the couple people turned around to us. They probably didn't realize what was happening and immediately turned back to resume taking notes. I waited a few more seconds before continuing to slowly finger her. She had a hard time controlling her breathing and facial expressions. So she put her head down close to the table and pretend to be writing. One guy turned back again, then probably realized what was going on. He gave me a Joey-style, how you doing, look, but he soon turned back. Gladly, my friend didn't see that. After another minute or two, she came, with my finger still inside her. After that, she turned, grabbed my head, and gave me a deep, long kiss. After leaving class, we basically ran to my room where we tore each other's clothes off. Then I threw her in the bed and we made out naked for a few minutes while touching each other. She then gave me a dreamy look and a light pushed back. So I crawled back on her and started kissing her little pussy. She had quite a long hair down there. She probably wasn't expecting sex, but she was very clean and smelled amazing. And her pussy was so hot, I almost burned my tongue on it almost. After she came, we switched places and she went down on me. I don't think she was very experienced, but her energy and lust all made the difference. For anyone who feels unsure about their ability in sex, my best advice is to try to forget your worries and just follow your instincts. Just let your horniness take over and you'll know what to do. I came after it was clear we both were not getting close to satisfied So I went and got one of my strap-ons, I have two, and put it on. I started fucking her gently in missionary, but she couldn't stay still. I told her not to move so much, but she was just moaning loudly and probably didn't even hear me. So I got her to trade places, and I laid down as she rode my strap-on like a cowgirl. She was riding me in her whole body, almost like she was some hardcore dance party. After she came again... She just sat there on me and stared into space for a long time, 
It's kind of freaky. We took a break, talked a little in bed. She said she'd never had a strap on before and really liked it. Asked if she wanted to put it on and she got really excited. She put it on and laid back as I started to kiss her right thigh, then her left, and then the dildo part of the strap on. Side note for the guys, when done correctly, a girl can almost feel the fake penis as if it was hers. It's a rarely strange feeling, and I'm not sure how to describe it, but it's awesome. Anyway, I started sucking on it while using a finger on her clit at the same time. I kept going for a little while, and I think she liked it. After we traded positions again, she experimented with using the strap-on to fuck my pussy. We spent literally hours just fucking in every way. Some with the strap-on and a few others with toys, but mostly just rubbing the body to body and giving oral. At some point, we've just fell asleep on the bed. We had sex a few more times the following weeks, but nothing like that first time. She knew I was also having sex with other people. So she decided she wanted a real relationship. We stopped seeing each other when we started dating another girl. We remain friends and still talk sometimes when we see each other on campus. Naomi. Hello, Naomi. You guys sound like you had a nice little fun sexual adventure. I can honestly say I've never been fingered or gave a hand job or fingered somebody in the back row of class or even thought about it in the back row of class at like at all. Now, in one of my classes, someone did get caught masturbating. So there was that. I mean, I actually had his whole dick out was completely masturbating. And that is that. (laughs) I wasn't in the class, but it was one of those that as soon as it was just I was at the right place in the right time in the hall when somebody brought it up. It was quite interesting story. I don't remember all of it, but still, it is what it is. So have you ever been in a public place? Because again, we're taking out the the gender, we're taking it all out, and decided to have a sexual anything. I thought of movie theaters while I was reading this. I also thought of a restaurant, like a diner. I was thinking of a diner for some reason while I was reading this, thinking of in the corner, the dark corner. That makes you think about those those restaurants that are popping up everywhere that where you eat in the dark. So you, you don't, it's like you're, it takes away your sight. So you can only taste the food that you're eating and you don't know what you're eating till after dinner. That'd be kind of cool though, you know, to be in the dark and masturbate a partner right then and there while you're eating somewhere and around a bunch of people. The thing is, could you be quiet? I think the heavy breathing would give you away, but you never know. What if somebody joined in? What if you're sitting there in the dark and the person next to you, uh, starts feeling you up, starts feeling you. Would you write it out for them to disappear only a few minutes later after dinner, not knowing who got you off? Kind of sexy to think about it. Don't know if I could go through with it. Or could I? You never know. 
I think this is a perfect time to end. I apologize in the middle of this. You'll probably hear parts of it and it's something rattling. It, the wind is blowing so hard this morning that it's it's blowing my window and I, it's it's really blowing. It's rattling everything. So if you hear that, I apologize. I'm really hoping when I filter this out like I normally do, it at least bring it down so it's not so strong. But if you do hear it, that's what it is. It's the wind really, really, really blowing and I didn't see that noise. But if it like, again, if it filters it out, you're not you're like, what? I don't hear it. But if you hear it rattling, that's what I'm talking about. Don't forget crazy summer nights in June and in August. If you need information, I know we're almost sold out. So reach out if you have any questions. I do plan to be there. Um, I will keep you posted. But definitely right now, it's looking like I will be there. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we go back to bed? And you don't need a strap on with me. You can use that nice hard dick and show me who's boss. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week.